Hey, time to go see a surgeon. Let's go. Getting my consult to hopefully find out exactly what's going to happen and how quickly in order to fix my inguinal hernia. I don't care if I'm saying it right. I just know that that's what it's supposed to be. Apparently, the beauty is that it's just finally, you know, going to the right direction to get resolved. Fixing the stuff that is preventing me from being at my 100%. I really am feeling like I'm in the best shape of my life. And the next step of it, doing all of the upper body work that I really am imagining the future version of me, you know, sort of manifesting that, hey, I would love to look like this and feel like this. In my head, I'm getting younger <laughs> physically, as long as I can anyway, until the body just sort of says, no, 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 whoa, that's that's enough, Tebow. Enough with the push-ups. Enough. Stop running. It's only my body that's going to tell me when to stop that. In the meantime, I'm just going to always, always plow ahead to be the best version of myself. And I know that that means right now at this stage, fix the hernia. Can't sing with all of that fucking power that I want to. Can't do all the physical activity that I want to. It's certainly not the worst problem to have. There's a lot of people out there with much more challenging things to deal with. So all things considered, I feel very fortunate. Let's just go and see if a doctor's interested in sharing the same point of view. Let's go. It's nice to get informed by intelligent people. <laughs> people that know what they're talking about. It seems that I was correct in my diagnosis. Not that I'm going to take any pride in that, but I will say that it's as not complicated as I thought it was going to be. It's a simple procedure fixing an inguinal hernia. There's nothing really crazy about it. The hard part is waiting a little bit longer than expected because of all of the people that are returning to the surgery room after COVID. The wait time is anticipated to be around five or six months. We'll see how it goes. Get the process, submit the forms. I get some good vibes and good memories every time I come to the farmer's market. Ooh, it's so nice. Beautiful colors, fresh produce. Let's go. But let's be real. It's about coming to the butcher. You know what I mean? Let's go. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Two questions to ChatGPT. AI this morning and my mind is blown like oh yeah that's fucking that's wow yeah that's smart <laughs> what the fuck I couldn't have gotten this feedback from 50 conversations with all of my best friends like it's fucked up man within five minutes I'm not even into a second coffee and I've asked a very specific question what are some thought leader products or services that a singer-songwriter 
indie producer could offer the world as a potential source of revenue? That's a big question. That's a question that most people that I know would go, I have to think about that and get back to you. Like that would be the best response. The rest of them would be like, ah, fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> I would be asking you, Thibaut. <laughs> you know, like you're the guy. The answer was fucking perfect. There's all kinds of ideas here. Online courses, production services, regular stuff, but songwriting workshops, interesting. Consulting services, uh, brand yourself on a YouTube channel, like a podcast, you know, that kind of stuff. Merch Merchandise. Some good suggestions with little details to go along with them. But then I went a little bit further and I said, any other ideas? Maybe some that would fit well with the greater goal of bringing artists into the roster of an indie label. That is like a huge part two of this kind of a question. And fucking within seconds, artist development programs, offering talents, getting services to other labels and TV shows and productions. Never would have thought of that. Masterclasses, uh, that kind of, you know, I don't feel qualified for masterclasses, but here's an interesting one. The Music Industry Podcast, because I've done podcasting and interviews in the past. So host a podcast that discusses the music industry specifically from this perspective of indie labels and artists. It's something that I've always kind of like indirectly been going for. But the thing is, AI can't possibly know what is going to trigger me and like sort of, yeah, set the sparks going. It's just a, a very intelligent and fast answer. And my friends, when we are like having this sort of, you know, midlife uh, creative crisis of needing to get things done fast, speed is everything. Get to the good ideas fast. Use fucking chat GPT and ask intelligent questions. I'm using the um, model GPT-4, which is limited number of questions per hour. <laughs> like I think it's 25 questions every three hours right now today. But what an incredible value. I think it's worth every fucking penny to be able to have this sort of just intelligent response fast. The more intelligent intelligent question you put into ChatGPT, the more intelligent the response. And it's such an incredible sounding board and springboard to really propel my thinking and my brainstorming, to take crazy entrepreneurial ideas and sort of formulate them into more of a focused direction. <sighs> I have so much to freaking think about today, just in the, I'm five minutes in, fuck more coffee. <laughs> Very rare occasion for me to have come off of a really uh, energetic five-piece band gig last night and uh, have a really exciting day hanging out with uh, studio allies, talking about studio and recording projects and all that. Starting early breakfast and going through an interesting afternoon of just relaxing and chilling and thinking, ha ha, if I get a call tonight for a gig, there's no way. I got the call for the gig. <laughs> actually turned out to be the best show ever. Well, not the best. The best was last night was pretty damn good, but tonight was pretty freaking amazing. Dancing and Celtic raucous, just chaos, freaking Sunday night. So beautiful. The best people, the best energy, so much fun. Yeah, surrounded by amazing people tonight. I think I'm gonna go and uh, have a snack and pass out for around a day and a half. One of my main reasons for being so blown away by ChatGPT and AI and the power of what it's able to do, the capabilities when properly posed questions are introduced into it, 
it's working while I'm making coffee. And when I come back to sit down at my desk where I've done so much of my brainstorming and thought process for all of the crazy dreams in my mind, it's helping formulate these ideas in an organized way, breaking it down, analyzing the critical path, answering questions in as intelligent a way as possible for incredible, what is this word? Cognitive, not uh, just collective intelligence, putting it to work on an extrapolated idea that maybe doesn't quite exist or has not been fully fleshed out. Not something you can research on Wikipedia. It's an idea. It's a brainstorm and it's formulated in an organized way so that others can be approached, whether that's investors or allies or colleagues. It helps organize crazy weirdo dreamer ideas into logical steps. Month 24. <laughs> Come on. This is a general roadmap, an actual timeline to the crazy idea you just had, Devo. I'm going to start thanking ChatGPT because I want it to know that I'm one of the polite people when it comes to take over the world. <laughs> It's not for at least a couple of years. As I'm about to start hitting record for this particular video, it occurs to me that the source of the inspiration from about to say comes from an important influencer and mentor that I keep on seeing on my social media. And it occurs to me that I don't recall who the person is. Makes me want to sort of document who it is that has been inspiring me because I think that's gonna be important at some point. Jordan Peterson and uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and all of these people that I hold in very, very high, you know, uh, sort of regards. I think I need to start referencing them, referencing them rather directly so that people can also benefit from them. Anyway, one of these incredible people <laughs> that I see on a regular basis on my social media feeds had something important to say about love and the notion that you can be in love with someone for who they are today or you can and this is not a healthy thing be in love with the idea of what someone can become now that's a dangerous thing it's dangerous because if they never become the person that you selfishly are hoping that they will be then you're basically not in love. And that is something that I'm realizing on many different levels with all of the different interactions that I'm having with various people as I'm sort of exploring different ideas and brainstorming and thinking out loud and having sort of weird chaotic conversations with people. And the more open-minded that they are, the easier it is to sort of get to an end result and maybe come up with a brand new brainchild. Spawning ideas together just because of conversation when you're talking with open-minded people is one of the most beautiful experiences that I've been living in the past few months. And I also am connecting with people who are just fucking clearly not ready to think out of the box. And yet I see the potential in them for future versions of themselves to say, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. This is a crazy idea. Let's just do it. Let's throw caution to the wind and have some fun and do this crazy plan. When I talk to those people who seemingly have the potential, they're kind of like one or 2% ready for that conversation. But the rest of them is very much steeped in expectation and being normal and being accepted. It pains me. It pains me because I used to be that guy. For most of my life, I was that guy. And I just want so much to freaking drag them out of that. But I realize you can't. People are ready when they're ready. I was only ready at 51 to break out of my box and just freaking do what's right. Every single moment leading up to that sort of epiphany, nobody in the world would have been able to convince me that it, I was ready for that change. I had to be ready for it. It's hard. It's hard to see the potential in somebody and also realize that you can't really do anything about it. <laughs> I don't know. No! ChatGPT is fucking amazing.
Give me five ideal concepts for a music video for the following original lyrics. ChatGPT has never seen this song before, and it is fucking coming up with five different striking, emotionally moving concepts for this song that would be great for a music video. One, long distance love. The video starts with a main character, a rugged truck driver, leaving his lover behind a bustling city. What? Ghost of love past. Road to redemption. What? Time travel love. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking amazing. People, start using ChatGPT. Ask it the freaking hard questions. If you ask a proper question, ask the freaking question really well. The better your input, the better the output. You can't have a Zoom call with buddies this effective. There's no way. No disrespect to any of my friends. You're fired. <laughs> you didn't even get hired yet. <laughs> What a great storyboarding tool. What a great brainstorming tool. That's the way to do it. And then bring this to the table. I don't know what I was expecting out of ChatGPT when I sat down in this chair. Very motivated and positive mindset this morning, waking up after what I would consider probably one of my worst nights, just mentally super hard on myself and very down, very low last night, got to bed early to get the fucking day over with. And usually what happens to me traditionally in those massive lows is that I come back fucking strong. Just consider myself fortunate in that regard. <laughs> it doesn't always happen that way, but most of the time it does. So coming downstairs with a super positive attitude, brimming with as yet unfinished ideas. And for a guy who's suffered from jack of all trades his whole life, it's the unfinished ideas that get me the hardest in the long term because it's this feeling of not resolving them and not doing them and, oh, I could have, you know. And so here I am thinking, I've got this idea. One of the things I'm going to pursue this morning is really exploring down the whole path all the way to the end, the idea of creating a music video for any song, doesn't matter. Pick any of my, of my original songs. So I picked one, it's called Bedroom Eyes. It's a song that I wrote three years ago. I popped in the lyrics and I said, good morning, ChatGPT. Given the original song lyrics below, suggest five different cinematic music video concepts that would be ideal for creating an emotionally moving and strikingly memorable visual experience for the song. And this is using model chat GPT-4, which is the more uh, evolved version of the AI. So they're, they're always having new iterations that come out. Uh, and as a chat GPT Pro uh, member, I freaking sub to this. I'm expecting a lot because I've asked a very specific question. So I pop in the lyrics divided by verse, chorus, pre-chorus, bridge, all that kind of stuff. This is, this is the most incredibly effective, creative brainstorming session that I've ever been involved in and it's my by myself. <laughs> People here that I had to solicit or take to lunch or freaking buy coffee or anything like that and look at these incredible suggestions. But these five concepts, I asked for five. I could have asked for 20. Have incredible, incredible potential and value. My favorite so far is the um, the road to redemption. I wasn't sure at first if I was going to like that one. It's in this concept, the protagonist is a rock star on a redemption journey, leaving his city and fame behind as he drives down the highway, showing the girl and their moments together, it haunts him. That's beautiful. And there's a lot of visuals that come to mind of how to sort of formulate that. There are cutscenes of him performing on stage, living a reckless life at the crossroads. He turns his life around. The video ends with him arriving at a small town, playing guitar on a bonfire, signifying a simpler, more peaceful life. I like this one because it's a beautiful story. It's got so much potential and it would, in my mind, be easy to shoot. Not a lot of complicated graphics or effects or anything like that. So I'm thinking uh, economically, it sounds good. But check out the time travel love. This video features a sci-fi twist where the protagonist is a time traveler, constantly moving between timelines 
sense. And check this out, the video ends with a poignant scene where he decides to go back, but reaches a reality where she doesn't recognize him. If you're a creative, if you're a movie person, or for a cinema person, you're thinking, yeah, these are all great ideas, I could come up with these, good, I'm glad you could. But it didn't cost me anything to come up with come up with these ideas or to have access to these ideas. This is a sort of a proliferation of all different areas of knowledge and writing styles that the AI is bringing to me in probably two and a half minutes it took to come up with all of these ideas after hitting send at the end of this. Here's the song, come up with some ideas. The next things that I'm going to type into the chat bar are take idea three and create a shot list and a script and suggested times of day and backgrounds and lightings and cinematic ideas. If you get why I'm so blown away right now, then you get the bigger picture. If you're just like, yeah, whatever, good for you. You came up with some ideas, Tebow. The magic of this, the power of this, the potential of this, how fast it happened. By the end of the day, I can do this for 20 songs. For 20 songs, I can have shot lists and prioritize. And within the same chat GPT, I can take all of the ideas and sort of mismatch them and prioritize them to say, well, if with these five videos, are there similar shots? You know what I mean? Like it's an event planning tool. It's... It's, it's a, it, you can't Google this shit. <laughs> you can't Google this shit. Use ChatGPT every day. Ask it stupid, weird questions. And then start asking it fucking intelligent questions. You two will understand why I'm so blown away and just like amazed. This is the best administrative assistant you could possibly imagine. 30 bucks a month. Come on. It's hard to believe that this pier was flooded. There's an entire seven or eight feet of water level that doesn't exist anymore. And they had this whole place blocked off. I love coming here. This is one of my favorite spots. The big pier in St. Anne de Bellevue. Just gets you out of your tiny little headspace and into a wider frame of mind. I don't know why, but I always seem to reserve this location for when I'm just feeling at my highest or absolute lowest. It's kind of an extreme, right? Out in the middle of a pier. We've got some interesting sort of changes in the frame of mind. A lot of it having to do with the notion of discipline. I've been inspired by a couple of my mentors online, especially Mr. Goggins. He's a freaking hero to me. Kind of drilling into that whole message of no matter how you're feeling, if you've got the discipline to get through what you said you were gonna do and see it through to completion, the discipline can help you get through all of the good and the bad times especially the bad times. So selfishly, I'm thinking about how do I get through the negative shit? But it really is important to not get too excited about the highs or worried about the lows. And I know if I'm willing to be completely honest with myself, the truth is that I lack discipline. Despite all of my great claims of being a creative and an entrepreneur and doing all of these things, I know in my heart, if I say the truth to myself, that I fucking lack discipline. And that's something that I plan to work on. I'm not gonna pretend to have it down to a science or a fine art, but more discipline in my life just feels like the right thing. I have a better peace of mind knowing that I'm gonna be honest with myself about that and doing what I said to myself that I would do.